0: Welcome to issue 31 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet. As well as those so-called heroes, intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel, and joining me is... Steve, how are you, sir? Oh, I'm I'm feeling like the rise
1: of Hydra is coming.
0: I'm feeling oh, good. It's it's a it's like a smell in the air or something,
1: right? Like it's Yeah, that's not me either. That smells not me. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's villainous. It's a villainous uh, odor. Yeah and it smells sweet. Oh. Well, Steve, I, I'm not gonna lie, I already miss Mustafa and his villainous quotes. Me too. Unfortunately, We've reached out to the villainscape, and tonight we have a quote by one of our loyal minions, Kennedy Hawk. Let's listen in.
2: I heard you need some villainous quotes because Mustafa's not doing his job. I asked my son who his favorite villain was, and he picked out what I was going to record. I hope you enjoy it. I know that your powers of retention are as wet as a warthog's backside, but thick as you are, pay attention. My words are a matter of pride. It's clear from your vacant expressions. The lights are not all on upstairs, but we're talking kings and successions. Even you can't be caught unawares. So prepare for the chance of a lifetime. Be prepared for sensational news. A shining new era is tiptoeing nearer. But where do we feature? Just listen to teacher. I know this sounds sordid, but you'll be rewarded when at last I am given my due. And injustice deliciously squared. Be prepared.
1: That was great. That was awesome. Thank you, Kennedy Hawk.
0: Thank you, Kennedy Hawk. Fantastic. Your true evil shines forth. Yes. So
1: tonight we are going to join the content creators around the community for the hashtag Hydra Rising and we're going to take our first look at the Rise of Red Skull box, chock full of <laughs> hydra stuff.
0: So exciting. Yeah. But yeah, this will be an unusual issue, an unusual issue. We're, we're looking yeah. back a little bit. We're, we're looking back. We're learning a little more. I want to thank you in advance, Steve, for all the fantastic research that you've done to make this issue happen. Oh, thank you, Daniel. Thank you. I just, I'm saying that now because I'm going to, you know, I'll be doing a little reading on this too, but I don't want people to think that I, you know, worked.
1: Oh well, that's not very villainous of you. <laughs> Take credit for somebody else's efforts.
0: But I can't when it's a, a, a super er villain, than I am. <laughs> Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about Hydra. Again, let's uh you know we we when did we did, do Legions of Hydra the modular set? That was like way back. Like episode three, maybe three, issue three two? Something, yeah, like, it was it, early. It was very um, early. And we talked a little bit about what that organization was then. Um, but it looks like you've dug up some more things.
1: Yeah, back then we just kind of talked about Madam Hydra a little bit. So what we're gonna do tonight is let's just talk about Hydra itself. Oof. So Hydra, and, and I, this
0: and this matters for Red Skull and that the Rise of Red Skull box completely. Yeah, like we need to know this stuff going in.
1: Yeah, this is a good primer. I think if somehow you don't know anything about a Hydra or Red there Skull, are those, there are
0: those people out there, Steve.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, So we're not going to talk about Red Skull himself or any of the villains. We're just going to give us a little Hydra retrospective and a Hydra history. Very exciting. Okay, so Hydra has been around for a millennia in some form or another, dating back kind of to ancient Egypt or imperial China. And that's like
0: five millennia. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's most. Yeah, yeah, it goes way back. So evil has deep roots. I hear you saying twisted and angry roots all right i like it
1: yeah now the most common understanding of hydra is or in the more recent times it's associated with nazi germany uh, the united states and all the remnants of world war ii which you'll see in like if you watch the captain america movie
0: okay excellent
1: hydra does first appear in 1965 in strange tales number 135 and it takes its name from the Lernaean hydra right that Multi-headed serpent, you chop off one head, to grow back, and that's Hydra's whole shtick, right? They're they're so big, Mm -hmm. you can't can't defeat them. Hydra has at least 700 or more appearances in the comics, and over 300 named members in the comics. Yeah, it is humongous. It is a basic cornerstone of Marvel Comics' villainy. Okay. Uh, It's everywhere in the comics. Somewhere, somehow people have interacted with Hydra.
0: So we're tying things back and coming back to, to Hydra all the time. All the time. Awesome. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now, throughout the ages, the ide- ideology of Hydra may change, but its methodology doesn't really. It's all about supremacy and elitism bent on world domination and control. Since the first decade after World War II, Hydra branched out beyond its very narrow elitism that came out of World War II. Mm. And began ex- becoming more inclusive and accepting into its ranks those it never had previously, including all races, even mutants, genetic experiments, and going as far as accepting the undead. Hydra really has its roots that go back even farther. It has ancient an ancient alien legacy. So back in pre-human mm. times, alien reptiles came to Earth and planted the seeds that would birth
0: the future evil empires. You know, I saw that on the history channel. Yeah, alien well, lizards, they, they, dude. Yeah. They did that show as the guy with like the high forehead but like the big hair. The yeah. the Greek yeah. the Greek guy, I forget his name. But anyway, you know what I'm talking about. But I think he described this very thing.
1: Alien lizards, dude. Alien lizards. Mm. That's where it all comes from.
0: I believe it. Uh,
1: so throughout ancient history, these alien plans have been at work in Egypt and China all the way through the modern day until mm. the new version with Baron von Strucker in World War II comes out. And Strucker's ambitions in World War II cause him to f- fracture from Hitler, and he okay. starts to create a paramilitary force for his own personal use that he keeps secret even from Hitler because like his ambitions are beyond Nazi Germany.
0: Ja, well played, Baron von Strucker. Okay. Another well-known
1: character also can see the writing on the wall for Hitler's Reich And in 1943, an officer who we will eventually know as the Red Skull Mm. decides to make a secret organization in Japan, and he merges a bunch of underground criminal groups, including the Hand, fugitive members of the Axis powers, and and others. Red Skull is off doing his thing. Strucker's off doing his thing. Mm -hmm. And Hitler discovers Strucker's plans, and he orders Strucker killed. But the Red Skull helps Strucker escape to Japan, and they join forces. And that's then when they officially name their new group Hydra, and kind of become involved in the whole history of Hydra throughout the ages. Strucker's not happy being a subordinate. He sees his control, names himself the Supreme Hydra. He builds Hydra Base Tsunami, otherwise known as Hydra Island, and really sets himself up as the leader of Hydra.
0: How did Red Skull feel about that?
1: Yeah, not not great. Uh, the two of them, <laughs> two of them and don't get along great all the time, but they have similar goals, that sort of sure, stuff. Sure. So post-World War II, Hydra's focus becomes eternal life through science. I mean, you can see Red Skull's already been experimenting with science. They also manipulate the rise of totalitarianism in China and North Korea and elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And then they generally reorganize themselves and diversify so that they can... Re- Reposition hydra to become a global domination mega power Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and then you know from there there's decades of stories about hydra some of the Mm -hmm. stories are grounded soldiers you know money making schemes criminal activity uh political rise to power some of them are mystical going back to those ancient aliens um tapping into the hand and all these sort of ancient traditions And it would be pretty much impossible for us to talk about all that uh, unless, you know, you wanted to read 700 different storylines.
0: Right. And currently their base of operations is somewhere in the Ohio River Valley. So, yeah, understood. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, one thing that surprised me about your lovely research, sir, was like you have this you have this um, little chapter here called Notable Assets and Offshoots. So there's Hydra at the center of it all. But then these little tendrils snake out everywhere, including one. the last thing I will mention, which really surprised me. So let's talk about some of the things that they, they got their their tentacles in, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. There is, there is a organization called Them. It is a central committee that Sruker set up to direct operations of other Hydra offshoots. So it was like kind of a, as I understand it, maybe like the... Like a side office for from the main office, you know, like a like a a sub headquarters, like in another coast or something. Is how I kind of visualize that in my head. This was once controlled by businessman Arnold Brown. Steve, do you remember us talking about him?
1: Yeah, we do bring up Arnold Brown uh, back. You're yeah. right. Issue two when we talked about Legions of Hydra.
0: Hmm. He was uh rather quickly killed off. Yeah. All right. So another another offshoot, another asset for. Hydra is AIM, A-I-M. This is started as Hydra's science arm and birthed from this. We have such notable figures as the Cosmic Cube and MODOK.
1: Yeah, and I, I didn't realize that AIM was first a Hydra thing. I thought it had started on its own, but they're a pretty powerful organization on their own at this point. So,
0: And are they still affiliated with Hydra or no?
1: I would guess Hydra thinks so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, there's also the Secret Empire, Steve, and this was a distraction. That Hydra made it's, its goal apparently was to take over the US. Yeah, and I think this is more um,
1: of their political ties, right? Placing important yep. people in powerful positions. In Turned the- out it
0: worked. Yeah. All right. Then there's the Typhon Group, the largest pharmaceutical companies in the world make up this group. And they're also the largest manufacturer of chemical weapons. I don't know, Steve, mixing weapons and pharmaceuticals? That sounds like dangerous, villainous stuff.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: Wow. Then there is the Echidna Capital Management Group. They are a venture capital firm committed to funding and controlling stakes in cutting-edge areas like genetics, media, military systems, etc. You could see how a villain organization would want something like that.
1: Yeah, it's a nice, easy way for them to control the technology or the the needs of the day.
0: Right. It could almost even appear legitimate, perhaps, in the oh, economic yeah. world. Yeah. Yep. Uh next we have the Merovich Investment Group. This is founded directly by Struker to cover Hydra's actions in New York City and to secretly fund the Thunderbolt team. Now Steve, you're going to have to remind me what the Thunderbolt team is.
1: Uh it's a group of super villains, superheroes. Um you're waffling.
0: A... <laughs> what are you trying to say, Steve?
1: Uh, I'm trying to say I forgot what they were. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh no, it's well, it's an it it's they're both. They're quote-unquote, reformed supervillains acting as superheroes. But you can see that they're being bankrolled by HYDRA.
0: Interesting. You know, there's another organization that thinks that they're doing good but are really doing bad or are secretly being puppeted by HYDRA, and that's S.H.I.E.L.D., Steve. And this was the one I was most surprised to hear about because I didn't watch the show and I don't know much about this. But in the Secret Warriors run of the comics, we learned that S.H.I.E.L.D. is just a puppet of HYDRA. Nick Fury discovers this, makes it his goal to destroy Hydra and fix Shield, kind of in his image of what he thought they should always be. Yeah. Man. So Shield runs around doing good stuff, right? Yeah, for the most
1: part. But the whole time, we learned that Hydra's been pulling the strings.
0: And so, what does Hydra gain from pulling the strings to get them to do good stuff? Is it like just a long game kind of thing? Like, uh...
1: yeah, I think it's a long game kind of thing. I think okay. it allows them to direct Shield towards Hydra's other enemies.
0: Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm.
1: That's a really interesting run of comics. I'm partway through it. You've got Fury and the Howling Commandos, uh Dum Dum Dugan. You you end up with characters like Quake and Yo Yo who you can, you know, watch on the uh Agents of SHIELD TV series. There's a lot more going on too. Um Shield gets decommissioned and is replaced by a hammer. Yeah, I, I there's so much going on, you know. <laughs> All right. Uh it's hard to say. So
0: Well, that's a, that was a lovely little recap of what Hydra is and what they're all about. Um, let's, talk, let's take a little look at uh, how Hydra manifests in our game and in our universe, Steve. Where do we have Hydra pre-Rise of Red Skull?
1: Right, so pre-Rise of Red Skull, Hydra is not secret or hidden for us. <laughs> we have a whole bunch of sets where Hydra proudly displays their Hydra colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have them in the Bomb Scare modular set. We see Hydra in Black Widow's nemesis and Captain America's nemesis sets. Obviously, we have the Legions of Hydra modular set, but there's also uh, Hydra shows up in Rhino's set. So we have a bunch of sets where we've got Hydra characters.
0: I think I totally forgot about the Rhino ones, but yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, the the Rhino ones have the little quote, what is Hydra doing here?
0: (laughs) Oh, the mercenaries? Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. So let's quickly run over those cards, kind of remind ourselves of what, what they do, see if there's sort of a unifying Hydra thread or something, something that these cards kind of share. What do you think? Sure. Yeah, let's All do right. it. Okay, so in uh, Bomb Scare and Rhino and Black Widow, we've got the Hydra Bombers. They're the ones that when they show up, you get to choose to either get hit for two damage or put a threat on the main scheme. They might be, my, they're my, I think, my favorite Hydra one so far. And then the Mercenaries, that come out with guard. What else we got?
1: Yeah, we've got... In the Legions of Hydra and Captain America Nemesis set, we have the Hydra soldiers, and they're also guard, but they Mm. also have the really thematic uh, when you defeat them, you get dealt an encounter card.
0: God, I love that. I almost wish that every Hydra minion had that. Yeah, that'd be really fun. Maybe there's an environment card or something like that that can do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: And then we have our cornerstone card here, Madam Hydra. She comes out of the Legions of Hydra set. And she has a fun interaction where she can't take damage if the Legions of Hydra side scheme is in play. And after she schemes her attacks, she puts threat on on the Legions of Hydra side scheme. So it's harder for her to leave play.
0: Yeah, I mean, we often talk about how easy it is to just sort of knock out these elite minions and stuff like that. But she's trickier. Yeah. um, For sure.
1: Got to be able to thwart before you can locate her and take her down. Yeah. And then we have two Nemesis villain uh, minions. Yep. We have Taskmaster that comes with Black Widow, and we have Baron Zemo that comes with Captain America. And both of them are Hydra elites. And, you know, Taskmaster is interesting. We just recently did an issue with him, but he's going to be interesting because he is also a villain in the Rise of Red Skull box.
0: Yeah. So what is it, what's it What's the rules interaction with those types of things? So if I'm playing Black Widow against Taskmaster in that box, and I draw Shadow of the Past, what do I do?
1: You're going to put out your side scheme, you're going to shuffle in all your cards, and okay. you're, you're going to get to that one point in the, the card text that says, uh, put your nemesis minion into play, if you can but you cannot because of right. the uniqueness rule. And then... It says if you cannot or if he does not enter play this way, this card gains surge. So then you're going to surge as well.
0: Okay, that's good. All right.
1: Yeah. Good. Yep. So all you're right. going to get a bunch of him and then it's going to surge still.
0: Well, that's really cool. Yeah. So, so far, our big named uniques Zemo, Taskmaster, and Madame Hydra. Okay. And then there's that side skin that holds them all together. Or do you want, what do you want to say about Zemo here?
1: Oh, I was going to say Zemo has the fun um, quick strike and he, he also stops you from thwarting. Which, if somehow you could get Zemo and Madame Hydra at the same time, uh, you'd have to kill Baron be- Zemo before you could get rid of the side scheme, before you could <laughs> get rid of Madame Hydra, right? That so. would be
0: a fun thing to have happen to somebody. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh my goodness. And then Legions of Hydra is merely the thing that keeps um, Madame Hydra around. That's sort of its, its main agenda as a side scheme. It goes and gets her
1: and puts her into yep. play and it has this great interaction that it's going to be really relevant in the Rise of Red Skull because we will be putting this Legions of Hydra Modular set into some of our scenarios that we play. Mm. And it's, it says, place two additional threat here for each Hydra enemy in play. Oof. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of Hydra enemies in play while we're doing Rise of Red Skull. Shall we take a peek at some Hydras from the Rise of Red Skull box?
0: Well, that's pretty exciting, Steve. Um, yeah, can we?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: All right. So what's the name of the set you want to look at?
1: So we're going to look at Hydra Patrol. This is probably mm-hmm. the most basic of the Hydra sets. It had six cards in it. Only three of them are unique. Now, unique, unique, like different? What do you mean? Yes, different okay. different types okay. of cards. Yeah.
0: They're uh, not because, unique. Yeah,
1: yeah, they, yeah okay. they don't have the unique symbol. Got it. Three of these cards are the Hydra Soldier that we've already seen.
0: We know that guy.
1: Right. Yep, so half of the set is Hydra soldiers, which, you know, are going to mess up your legions of Hydra. Uh, but we have two more cards.
0: Go ahead. Well, okay. I will tell you about the Hydra Regular. This is a minion with one scheme to attack only two health, but it comes with a new keyword, Steve, and that is Insight. Um, I'll tell you what that means after the. I also tell you that it has two boost icons. So, Insight 1 is its keyword, which means when this card is revealed, Place one threat on the main scheme.
1: Yeah, so anyone coming from uh, Lord of the Rings or even Arkham, right? Doom? I guess this is doomed. This is doomed. Yeah.
0: Yep. I like that. I like that. Yep, it's pretty basic. And you, They are popcorn chump, though. I mean, they're just one Hawkeye arrow away. Yeah, and there's two in the set. So I have a question. Can I ask you another rules question, Steve? Sure. Are they revealed before Hawkeye kills them? They are, right?
1: They are, so their insight will still trigger.
0: Yeah, so they land on the table. Yeah, I mean, really their more most valuable thing, I think, is the insight. Um, yeah. They're never going to get their scheme or attack happening. I mean, any almost any hero with a basic attack can take one out. So,
1: Yeah, now we did get the new Hawkeye hero in this set, so maybe people won't be playing the Hawkeye ally. Yeah.
0: I think the hero is going to be uh, taking the unique uh, out-of-that-leadership role. Yeah. Well, what science, what's, tell me about the science game, Steve.
1: Oh, wait, wait. We got to read the quote on Hydra regulars because oh, I think it's, okay. I think it's right. great, right? All right. So when you consider the kind of person who would join a terrorist organization bent on world domination, it's easy to see why Hydra's troops don't impress.
0: Oh, dang. Well, and you look at the card and she's not wrong. Right. They, <laughs> are, they are merely adequate. Yeah. Imagine them showing up without Insight 1.
1: I guess yeah, they'd use up an arrow.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. I mean, attack 2, you, you have to deal with it, you know. Cool. Yeah, you have to, but they're easy enough to deal with. So. Yeah, yeah. All right, now tell me about the side scheme that comes with this modular set.
1: Okay, it is called Hydra Patrol.
0: Mm.
1: Hydra soldiers perform routine patrols to maintain control of their territory.
0: Ooh, that's that's lively prose. All right. <laughs> uh- <laughs>
1: Uh, it says patrol, and patrol is in the quote, the text. So good. Yep. Uh When defeated, each player searches the encounter deck and discard pile for a Hydra minion and puts it into play, engage with them, shuffle the encounter deck.
0: Wait, Steve, what happens when you defeat Hydra? Cut off one
1: head, and in this case, one more appears. One more appears. Oh, yeah.
0: and it's crisis, so you have to have this happen.
1: Yep, you have to go after it.
0: Oh, so good.
1: It starts with two per player and has two boost icons.
0: Mm, love it.
1: Yeah, and it, the art is pretty interesting because it just looks like they're walking down the street. You know, it's yeah, New York. Yeah. yeah, right down the there's some trees and maybe Queens there or something. And uh, mm-hmm. this is patrol of armed Hydra. So
0: they all seem to have like um, dancer thighs too. Yes,
1: you had asked before what the common theme was. I think between all the Hydra yeah. guys, and the what first thing that jumps out to me is their uniforms. Okay. Their green uniforms with their yellow boots and gloves. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I love. I love how uh, terrible it is. That's it's really good. not
0: a great uniform. No. It, yeah.
1: Sometimes it has a H on it. You know, Hydra. <laughs>
0: so. Yeah, there are better uniforms out there, and I like how the um, the elite bigwigs don't have to wear the same colors. Right. Zemo's purple. <laughs> yeah, he's purple. And I mean, Madame Hydra like plays with the color theme and the palette. But she's got a classy uniform.
1: Yeah, she doesn't have that goofy helmet that's like a wetsuit that comes over the top of their head. And...
0: Yeah, it's. <laughs> I really like the side scheme though. I can see that being a just sort of keep the Hydra ball rolling, man. I like it.
1: Yeah, you're going to put out a Hydra, and then there's, you know, Hydra soldier. If you kill them, then you to put out another one. So you, you could end up with a bunch of yeah. recurring, you know, little little guys. I'm a little disappointed that maybe the Hydra regulars don't have Surge on them uh, so that they could get into even more minions, little minions.
0: I get, well, it's, I do like that when it's defeated, you search the, disc, the encounter and discard pile. So you can't, you can't whiff. Oh, that's true. That's true. So that's a nice thing. Well, there's more Hydra goons in the box, right? Give us some names. Give us some names. We we'll, won't we'll talk about the cards. we give us some names.
1: Right. right, we'll talk about them at another time. But there are Hydra Hunters. Ooh. Hydra Flame Soldiers, Hydra Jet Troopers, and Viper.
0: I'm uh, excited to see that card.
1: Yeah, and Viper looks great. She's an elite, you know, unique minion. So we've got we got plenty of Hydra.
0: Oh, looking forward to this box. This is gonna be great. But this is foundational knowledge we absolutely require. Well, how do you get a hold of us? Well, you can find us in our secret layer, folks, at Critical Encounters Pod at gmail.com. Critical Encounters on Facebook. If you're looking for us on Discord, you'll find us as Vardane, Big Foam Loaf, and The Truth. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Cut off one head, two more will take its place. Hey, I got I